Hello and welcome to World War II Nation podcast with myself, Lawrence Waller, and my colleague, Ross Corbett. In this mini episode, we look ahead to what is coming up shortly on the podcast, as well as introduce and explain an exciting project we're currently working on here at World War II Nation. Ross and I are very keen to speak with as many veterans as possible about their experiences, and by doing so, put together a community-based archive of these interviews. We wish to our bit in helping share their incredible stories as told by them and keep their memory alive for future generations to reflect upon and remember. Last month, I had the pleasure of speaking with veteran Bill Betts about his experience as a radio operator in an M4 Sherman tank during the Second World War. Bill joined the army aged 19 in 1941 and fought with the Essex Yeoman Regiment as part of B Troop. The regiment landed on D-Day in the Jig Green sector on Gold Beach near Le Hamel and fought its way with the rest of the British 8th Armour Brigade through France, Belgium, Holland and into Germany before eventually being demobbed in 1946. Due to the length of the interview with Bill, I've decided to split this into two podcasts and we're releasing both parts later this month. So what follows in this introductory episode is a short preview of the conversation I had with Bill. I received a, a, a leg wound, not not serious, so I, I was um, not doing too much on D-Day, except I, I was a wireless operator, and my captain, myself, were with the Devons, who were the assault battalion. So my regiment, the Essex Yeomanry, um, consisted of self-propelled 25-pounders, 24 of them, and my job as my captain was to direct the fire of the 25-pounders, which came off the big boats about uh, four miles outside. I, meanwhile, just landed. So first opening round, you know, about four miles, they fell a bit bit short. So my job to correct them. Of course, the Germans seeing this chap with a bit small radio on his back obviously was a good target. <laughs> so... I said to Captain Cully, I said, um, I've been hit. I said, where, where, where? I said, well, I've got a big hole in that trousers there, as you can see. Oh, yeah. He said, oh, give me the radio. I'll push on. you catch us, catch up. But I couldn't walk. I sat down and dug myself a little hole. And an infantry chap just behind me landed. He put his hand up and said, um, you all right? And I said, yes. And he fell over. He was killed by a sniper. He fell on top of me, in fact. I thought, well, I'm next, I suppose. So I'm going to lay perfectly still, you know, not not give me an opportunity to have another go. But when I got to hospital, there was a hole there. But lying down, well, it had gone through that way. But I joined up the regiment later on. I know I was five weeks here, stayed with the regiment right through. We were the first to cross the Rhine. We got across in our swimming Sherman, 28 tons, and all the sides, you know, got across all right, let, let it down. I said to uh, the rest of the crew, fairly quiet, isn't it? All of a sudden, whoops, mortars were landing all around us, and we were standing outside the tank, you know. So I laid down. When it stopped, I got up, and the captain wasn't moving, and he got mortar shells in his back. 
So that precise moment, the infantry were landing in these ducks. So I got one chap who was carrying the stretcher to come over and put the captain on the stretcher. That was it, poor chap. He survived, but um, it was a nasty wound. So I had to report that um, my sun ray was down. I was on my own for a week with the infantry, giving them, giving them covering fire. We hope you found this snippet of interest and look forward to the full two-part interview shortly, the first part of which will be online within the next week or so.